Hi, this is Sid. And Alita. From the Saturday Bluegrass Show on WMNF. Join us from 7 to 10 on Saturday mornings to hear the best in traditional and contemporary bluegrass. Featuring outstanding singing and great acoustic picking to get your weekend rolling right on 88.5 FM and WMNF.org. My bare feet, standing in the clover. I got you buzzing around my head. I don't care if I get stung for a little bit of honey on my tongue. For a little bit of honey. Support for WMNF comes from our listeners like you and Replay Guitar Exchange in South Tampa, specializing in new, used, and vintage guitars, amps, and related gear. Replay Guitar Exchange's mission is to provide the right guitar to the right player for the right reason. Replay Guitar Exchange is also proud to support Live Music Showcase. More at replayguitarexchange.com. Happy holidays and welcome to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. This and every week here uh, at Live Music Showcase, we're live on the air every Friday at 2 p.m. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We're live in studio with Samantha Lee. How you doing? Hi. <laughs> Man, sound great already in uh, rehearsal before the show. I can't wait for the Thank folks you. at home to get to hear you. Let's hear that first song. Let's do it. All right. We'll get them rocking.
been on stage with <laughs> Paul McCartney and other famous people, been all around the world playing music and is from right here in Tampa Bay. Samantha Lee, everybody. Samantha Hello, Lee. Hello, Tampa. Let's hear that next song. All right, let's go straight into it. Why don't we? <laughs> this is called Miss Me. This is a new song off the upcoming album as well as well as the last one, which was called Crazy Girl. So we're excited to show some new music that's coming up. So this song is called Miss Me. Music Showcase here on 88.5. We're live in studio. In a little while, we're going to be digging into all of the fantastic things that Sammy's done over her career and over the past year, too, since you were on last time. I mean, yeah, lots happened, I would imagine. Yeah, I, I think a lot has happened since we were together, so... 
Yeah, we're gonna we'll dig into it. We'll dive into all that. It's nice to have old friends on this show. Honestly, we've known each other how many years? Do you think? Uh, at it's least a decade. Like, I was just gonna say Over at least ten years. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, we'll we'll talk a little bit about that too. Wow. I think. Uh, yeah, at the half of the show at around two uh, thirty, we'll dive into a little interview. But let's hear some more music. All right, we're going to do one that's already been released. Um, this is actually like a crowd favorite. Um, we released the song in 2020. A lot of people have heard the story, but um, my grandma turned 90 in 2020. And, you know, we wanted to do something special for her since, you know, we had a big party plan and we couldn't do anything because everyone was quarantined. So my brother and I wrote this song. We were just going to give it to her as a present. But after playing it for a few people, people were like, oh, my God, this would touch so many people, and anyone who knows a strong woman would probably love this song. So once we released it, it had awesome feedback, and everyone seems to love it. So this song is called 90 Years, and if you like it, you can find it online.
party I'll tell you a story About a woman who made me who I am and That's Samantha Lee Live Music Showcase 88.5 yeah, that's not a recording, everyone. We have a live band here in studio this week, uh, this week and every week. And uh, if you want to check that out, you don't believe me, you can go to our live stream, WMNF, WMNF's Live Music Showcase on Facebook. Got a little misty. Sorry, reminded me of uh, my own grandmother I know. a little bit. So uh, It gets everyone teary-eyed. So it's a good I one. I apologize at home or if you're listening. <laughs> no, it's funny because we'll play this live and it actually gets requested when mm -hmm. Mike Nelson and I play our gigs. Yeah. By a lot of people, yeah, like every people. That, time. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's it does, and it, it's funny because when we'll, someone will request it, we'll play it, and then someone new will come up um, that's in the audience and be like, "Oh my god!" Oh, you, and they'll be all you know teary eyed. Yeah. and be like, "I wasn't expecting to cry tonight at Palm Pavilion or like wherever we were at," <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah. Sorry, not touches, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it touches a lot of people. <laughs> Made you engage with your emotions. Mm -hmm. Oh darn. Dang it. <laughs> I like that, and. Uh, I think we'll talk a little bit about how 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 important it is for music to allow people to have that space to do that. Of course, you know we'll dig into that in a little bit. But uh, let's hear that next song. All right. So this was our latest single. Um, a little bit about it is this is like my most poppy track. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It's super fun. I want to do something like fun to come out with this new album just to like get people's attention. It's very like radio. I feel like you could hear it on the radio. And there was a rap section in it that um, my friend had wrote back in the day. And I had this crazy idea to ask <laughs> Trevor from O-Town on social media just to see if he wanted to be a part of this song. And I, I was like, this is far-fetched because let me just tell you something. When I was 12 and 13, like O-Town was my thing. Oh, yeah. Like, I have a scrapbook. Like, I was obsessed, just like everyone was with Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. O-Town was my thing. So, like, it, it's just cool that, like, social media can connect people like that now because we're, like, friends on social media and we've communicated, but I just was like, this is far-fetched. Let me just try. And he said yes. Wow. So, he recorded the rap on this song. So, if you listen to it online, you'll... I mean, I'm going to do it today. But... He wrote this rap, and then he was part of the music video, so you can check all that out online, and it's just really cool that it's like full circle that Trevor from O-Town was on my song. That's really neat. <laughs> no, I'm just looking forward to hearing you rap, <laughs> so this is going to be fun. Let's hear it. All right, this is Bruce Hartz. This can't be real is what you said to me. I know I can feel it. It's getting hard to breathe I know we both have our scars from the past But bruised hearts lead new stars We ain't never looking back Oh, 
gonna be something that you know you'll never regret My mind's already there, my heart's about to follow Stop thinking about the past, cause the past is what was hollow Inside, I'ma take you on a ride, take you on a trip I'ma flip the script, cause I know you're gonna like it Next time we holding hands, our fingers gonna slide it And then I look into your eyes and see my sidekick Take my hand and ever let go I can't find this Live music showcase here on 88.5. We're live in studio with Samantha Lee. Uh, yeah, your range just extended a little further <laughs> to uh, your rap career oh, now. You have to come to one of my gigs because, listen, I like to rap. Oh, my God. Ask Nelson. I will bust out some Nicki Minaj. Yeah, exactly. I will bust out some Nicki Minaj. We can't do that on air because it's too many. <laughs> well, you know, you, yeah, there's some modifications would be necessary, I'm sure. Yeah. What's your What's your favorite rap? What's your favorite song? What's your what's your go-to? Well, I mean, I the one he was just playing, Bottoms Up. It's, <laughs> it's got like a really awesome, fast. No, I'm rap. familiar with that song. Yeah. Oh, I mm -hmm. love it. I love singing that song. Got a couple bottles, but a couple ain't enough. Uh, yeah, I like the uh, I like the uh, double time country version of that song. You know, I've never heard that. That's because I just made it up. Oh. I don't know. I feel like that would be bottoms up, bottoms up, <laughs> bottoms up, bottoms up. Let me see your cup. A couple bottles, but a couple ain't enough. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, like I a, think like you... a 1920s like fat like double time you know jazz version maybe. There it is. Yes, this is why I love Joe Cosa. He's can pull ready. Anything out He's of got that. it in the chamber, no matter what. Sorry, I'm just giving him a tempo. Yeah, so yeah, go for it. Me. Yeah, no, we can keep talking. I'm no, no, it's okay. But I do want to hear this next song because after this next song, we're gonna dig in, we're gonna dig into you and everything that makes you you. Okay. Well, before we dive into this next song, yeah. Um, last year we released our very first Christmas single. Yeah. And I love Christmas. I'm not one of those people who gets tired of Christmas. I love Christmas music. I love the season. I love all the things. And so I've been dying to freaking release a Christmas song for like a decade now. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it gets close and you're like, oh yeah, I'll do it. And then all of a sudden it's December 1st and you're like, yep. well, next year. Should have started in July. Mm -hmm. And so we recorded this last year and I'm like, I wanted to do a really cool version that I hadn't heard. And I don't think anyone's really done a version like this, but it's a version of Run Run Rudolph that starts as a blues and then it, it kind of goes back into the original towards the end. So this is our version since it is Christmas week coming up of it. Run Run Rudolph.
Samantha Lee live music showcase here on eighty eight point five. Man, that is a uh, that's one hell of a way to to finish out a set. Uh, right, I love, I love it. it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Jinx, jinx. Uh, pinch poke. <laughs> so, Samantha Lee, you have been part of the Tampa Bay music scene now for you know a, a while, a good amount of time. We don't have to say the years. I right? didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't going to. Okay. No, I promise. No. Uh, you know, at least two or three, and uh, the reality is. Uh, you're you're one of the few that has managed to kind of bridge the gap, or maybe maybe the gap is the wrong word, but but make the crossover from being um, a cover musician to doing your original music and having some success in both arenas. Yeah, would you say that's true? I would say that's true. Yeah, and I think it's it's good to have a balance. I mean, I know that everyone says that like, oh, when you end up doing the cover music or, or the wedding business or anything else, you're, you're doing it because you know that's where the money is and. A lot of times, if you're not making it in original music, that's not where the money is, but that's where your heart is. Mm -hmm. So finding the balance between the two, I found definitely hard over the years. Like yeah. I've let a lot of years fall to the wayside. I mean, I think last time I was here, I told you that this album was coming out in the fall. Yeah. And look at it, it's December. It takes time. Yeah, and so I'm working on finishing that up now. So mm -hmm. it looks like the beginning of the year is when it's gonna happen, but things get in the way. And then, you know, you have to make a living. And so, so that's kind of, that's one of the amazing things about this area that we live in, too, um, because the more that I interact with people around the country in other markets in, like, you know, Las Vegas or uh, Savannah, Georgia, for example, uh, you know, they have music lovers there, oh, yeah. but they don't have the scene that we have here. And what I mean by the scene um, is strictly the collection of really talented players and... Uh, a community that has enough places for those players to actually make a living. Yeah, you can walk down the street too. a lot of places in Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater, yeah. and see live music every couple doors down. Mm -hmm. And a lot of places, like you said, don't have that. It's few and far between, and they have to search for it. So, yeah, we are very lucky. Yeah, and I mean, 99% of those places, they're, they're going to have a, you know, a guy on, a, on an acoustic guitar strumming away to, uh, you know, Margaritaville. Margaritaville. <laughs> 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 That's because we know... <laughs> We know, so yeah. Good. I never learned it. I never learned it. Perfectly right? okay There's with that. There's a couple of those that I've like asked Nelson that I just won't. What are your blacklist songs? <sighs> tell me. And one of them, everyone tell loves. Me. And you sing it all the time, so. Oh, what is it? I'm so sorry. Oh, what is it? <laughs> oh, what is it? <laughs> wait, wait, don't say it. I'm so say. excited. Why? Can I say it? Sure. Well, it's a few. There's yeah, a Tracy Chapman one. Yeah, that's the one. Give that's me one reason. That, no. No. Oh, Fast Car? Yes. yes. That's, your, that's on your blacklist? Yes. That's top. I know that's what I said. I'm sorry. I'm gonna offend you. I knew it. But this thing, because you I'm sing out. it really good, and Someone that's fine. Oh, that's very nice that's of fine. you. No, we need a new host. Yeah, I'm done. I quit. <laughs> no, it. only because. Okay, first, the first reason I didn't learn it is there's too many verses, and then I put it off for a while. There's too many verses. There's like five verses. I've never heard of that being a reason to not learn a song. Well, and then, and then. Yeah, I, I felt like everyone was doing it, and then people started requesting it at every gig, and then I was just—I I don't know—I had like this stance where I was like, "I'm not learning fast." Car. No, mom, I'm not <laughs> learning fast car. Oh. I will not clean my room and learn fast car. I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna lie; I might have pulled up the lyrics and done it for a couple twenties in the tip jar. Yeah, because at the end of the day, we gotta make that money, right? <sighs> that one's on my blacklist. Okay. Wagon wheel. Understood. Every person in the audience is right. now hearing. I'm sorry. Please. Fast car listen, in their head. All of a sudden, everyone's going to come to my shows and be like, fast car? Yeah. No, With that's like a $100 bill. <laughs> yeah. You know what? i tell you what. I will make a call to our <laughs> listener base. Take a look at Samantha's 
her her social media. She oh, posts all Lord. of her gigs on her social media and oh, come out gosh. to her shows and be like, "Hey, I heard you on Live Music Showcase. Um, wagon wheel? Can we do that? Can we do wagon wheel, please?" Rock me, mama. <laughs> Listen, it's just one of those things where I'm just like, oh, come on, people. Or Wonderwall, I'm like, really? yeah, it's just like. I love the Wonderwall memes. But you know what? Here's the thing. <laughs> and, and from the musician perspective, and to those who are listening who don't know this, I'm also a professional musician. I've been doing it for the past 14 years now. Heck yeah, Pre yeah. and post, uh, you know, Chrome Dome. So, oh, I you met you when it was. You did, when I had the thick. The full head of hair. Yeah, and then not so much, and then none, and that's okay. <laughs> but no, there's a funny thing. You know, I... I enter into this conversation with musicians a lot. It's a really common uh, like subject for people to talk about is like where we draw the lines. Where I'm not playing that song, but I'll play this song, you know. Where we draw the line. And my my line has moved over the years. Oh, for sure. Mine has yeah. too. I mean when I first and mine moves with money. Yeah, well that <laughs> That's why you're successful. No, I'm but, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm no, no, kidding. no, it's okay. The, the, here's the thing. I recently had a bit of a change of heart in this whole arena. Yeah. Um, and I actually got it from listening to another friend of mine uh, who's a musician who has a, a pretty successful career, who's had a very successful career. I won't I won't mention him because I don't want to out him about cover music if he doesn't want to hear, it wasn't, doesn't want people to hear yeah. that. But the reality is he said something to me after I watched him perform in front of a crowd of people and he played every song in the book that I used to be like, I'm not going to play that song. And that guy has more artistic integrity in his little finger than I'll probably ever have in my whole body. But I but asked him- pleasing about, the people. Well, well, so he said, I said, how are you okay with playing these songs that everyone's like, ew, I don't want to play that. And he said this to me, and I'll never forget it. He said, this is a different kind of show than the shows that I'm doing when I'm playing my original stuff. 100%. This show is not about me sharing my songwriting. This show is about me sharing my performance ability as a as an artist and those songs are really good at letting me showcase that for them and it's all about connecting yeah. with that audience for those guys you know how that is yeah. you go to you go to a little house party right and and they're not expecting you to blow the roof off the place but they want to hear sweet caroline you get to last hour and yeah sweet caroline and the proclaimers 500 miles and and suddenly everyone's up and dancing and you've just given them the time of their life in that little evening yeah. where they didn't expect it and you know what that song that i would have turned my nose up at years ago was a vehicle for that experience for them I who am i to that. say no to that i don't say no every time there's like you said appropriate oh i times. still have a blacklist yeah i still have one too yeah but yeah, we compromise when we need to. And the reality is that compromise for me, it happens when that line, that vehicle, and I see it, an opportunity to create that connection with those people, you know? I like that. And a $20 bill <laughs> doesn't hurt. Or in Nashville, a $100 bill right, doesn't hurt. Exactly. You know? All right. So um, you have some news that I'm not going to talk about here, but make sure you go and follow her on her social media because I guess she's going to make a post about that in a couple of days. It's very exciting. I'm very happy for you. That's as much as I'll say. Uh, Betty Fox was in town recently. Betty Fox was in town. She's I saw that. Phenomenal. She's phenomenal. She's I, pregnant again with twins. That's what I heard. Twins. Twins. If you're a Betty Fox fan, if you're a local Betty Fox fan, do us a favor. Go into the live stream right now and... and post your favorite Betty Fox song you've oh, heard yeah. do. She's so freaking good. Good Lord. Yeah, she's phenomenal. Ugh. But uh, more than that, you're a woman in the Tampa Bay music scene. Um, do you find that as a woman, uh, you do you notice any differences in your experience as a woman performing uh, compared to your male cohorts? Is it bad if I say no? 
No. Because I don't. I you don't, don't experience feel, that. No. Okay. And maybe it's just the places that I'm playing or the the gigs that I'm doing. But I mean, you you've played a multitude of things. So you you do you've done weddings and at the and at the same vein yeah. you've you know opened for you know a major touring act at Janice. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you you have run the gamut as far as different kinds of gigs go. Yeah. So I think that you you can probably call yourself a bit of an authority on that experience <laughs> for yourself. Yeah. For yourself. But let me ask you this: to um, to any young women out there that would like to have a career in music. Yeah. What kind of advice do you give them? What do you tell them? I would say, this is what I say every time. Yeah. Your your professionalism and the way that you are perceived, I feel like goes so much farther even than your talent. Because people will think, oh, I'm, you know, they'll burn a bridge, they'll do this, because they're like, I don't care about that place. But that place is connected to this place, to this place, to this place, to this place. And I will tell you, my entire career has been based on word of mouth from the next person to the next person to the next person. So, like, you know, I said I started at Bush Gardens when I was 18 years old. At Bush Gardens, someone got me my first wedding gig. That wedding gig got me my first corporate, um, you know, resort gig. And then from there, everything led to the next thing. And so when people are like, oh, how'd you apply for this? And I'm like, I didn't because the work did it for me. So I would just say your work ethic, professionalism, always keep at the top of your thing. And obviously practice your craft. Well, I was going to say, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) you're running around with these giant, huge, you know, notes that you're hitting at the top of your range or that sound like they could be at the top of someone's range, but they sound very comfortable for you. Oh, um, and then on top of that, you you have stage presence. You have, and I don't just mean like you can dance and you can move and you know how to choreograph and you can, because you can do all of that too, but you know how to make eye contact with your audience. You know how to not just smile, but to smile at the right moments. Oh, I have one more thing. Oh, let's hear it. Okay. And I know that this is what everyone's caught up in now and it's easy to do, but like one thing I feel like has helped me with that, the performing and engaging with the audience is I've pride myself on trying to never use an iPad or lyrics. Ah, man. It's hard for everyone. I know it because it's the, it's the go-to now and especially when you have such a big bank of like music, but like people will say that all the time. They'll be like, how do you memorize all those songs? I'm like, I don't know, but I've always done it that way. Like when the whole iPad came out after the music stand with like, you know, mm-hmm. your typed out handwritten things. Yeah. Like after that, I never did that. If I have to learn something last minute, I will. But I always feel like I can't glance at it and then interact. I will get lost and then I'll, and then it'll be in my head and then I just can't perform. So for me, it's helped to just not have any distractions and be able to just interact with the audience. I love that. Yeah. I love that. You're actually speaking to like a part of my brain <laughs> yeah. that I, that was one of the things that I swore I'd never do that I've recently started doing. And for only one reason. Well, you can learn a lot of new music faster. That's the reason. And get requests done That's faster. the reason. Yeah. I just don't have the time to sit down and learn a dozen new songs. Well, when you have like 12 amazing jobs, <laughs> <laughs> you can't do everything. Well, you know, uh, you know, I'd like to be able to. <laughs> You're not Superman. I'm sorry. No, no, not by a stretch. Although Henry Cavill isn't either. Now. Ooh, wee, but he's got those muscles though. <laughs> I'm jealous. I'm a little jealous of that dude's build. All right. I, I want to swing it over to the band real quick. Um, yeah. You guys are some heavy hitters uh, locally here. Joe's doing interesting things with his hands now to motion towards the band. <laughs> Joe Kosas, who was in here a couple weeks ago with Jariah. Uh, thank you, Joe. I, I have a quick question for you. Yes, sir. That I hope is not uncomfortable. 
I guess the answer will determine it really. What do you got? Um, how's how is Samantha here to uh, to work with and rehearse with and terrible. write music with? Absolutely terrible. I'm so kidding. Terrible. It's amazing. Let, well, it, going back to her, I'm. T- oh, I, that was just a joke. <laughs> oh my god! Thank you no for one was laughing. My timing is just terrible. <laughs> what she was saying before, her work ethic, mm-hmm. it, it holds true. Yeah. Like I tell all my friends, it's like, dude. She is she's you, number one professional. She's 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 the best. Okay, work ethic. What do you yeah. mean specifically? What's the work she's that she's on putting on time? In? She knows her songs. She memorizes everything. She uh, uh, she does what she says, and she says what she does. And you know, like everything is just business, and everything is just real. But everything is also fun. Like we've we've you know flown together. We've toured together, doing like. Uh, you know, Atlanta or New Jersey or all these, all these other things. And she's, I talked about this last time we talked about, but it's all about the hang too. She makes the hang. She makes the, she makes the time in between playing really enjoyable and really pleasurable. Just, you know, making each other laugh and, you know, and, uh, you know, the tough times, like trying to get through TSA or whatever like that. It's cool. You know, you just work through it and then you, you get an Uber and then you Move to your next thing. You're good. It's good to go. Like, so you're saying she's not a diva. She is Sometimes not. Sometimes I can be. A diva. Ooh, when are you a diva? Well, I, I feel like I was <laughs> when you asked him that I got nervous because I will say sometimes when we are rehearsing, like I will be the one to like be like, all right, focus, people, like come on, like, and I I will like get on their backs. Literally, no, Nelson knows. Fig- I yell. Figuratively? I yell at Nelson a lot at gigs, and but we have like a playful banter. <laughs> is it playful, Nelson? Sometimes. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I admit it, though. That's what I'm saying. I admit. I we have do. fun. We have fun. It's like we a get frustrated with each other. That's fun. That's, that's, um, fun. I remember my ex saying that at a party once. No one uh, wants to say anything. When we drove home and she bit my head off about me. I don't even remember what I did. But uh, but no, it sounds like you guys have fun. At least We always have fun. I feel like we would have fun more than, you know, any of the negative things I'm talking about where I'm like, you know. The positives outweigh the negatives, is what you're saying. Yeah, and speaking to what Joe said, when you're talking about, you know, someone making it in the music, like, the hang, how your camaraderie, like, with your bandmates, that is a big deal to me. There are people that are the most talented musicians, but the vibe just doesn't fit with me, and I just cannot bring myself to work with some people. Yeah. Because it's hard. Who's someone you can't work with? No, I can't talk about that. All right, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough, fair enough. I won't make you out anybody on, on that radio here. That would be here. mean. This would mean. turn into a mean stream. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to no. do that. Maybe someday, but not right now. So After the stream. After the stream, yeah. I'm curious because I want to stay away from some people for sure. <laughs> There's people I won't work with for sure. I mean, I don't do the band thing that you guys do, though. Yeah, it's so. not, and it's not a negative thing. Like, it's not yeah. like a mean, like these people are mean. It's just like, you know, everyone has different vibes. Absolutely. And, and some people gel and some people don't. And Different perspectives. Yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, there can still be room for respect for 100%. other musicians that you can't work with. Mm-hmm. And I mean, other professionals in other fields as well. You know, you can say, yeah, they're really, gr- they're really great at what they do and they're really great at the thing that we both do and they're really great at the way that they do it, but that doesn't get along with the way that I do it. True. And there's enough subjectivity in there that uh, you can get away with that, I think. And yeah. everyone can still eat. <laughs> True. All right, so Samantha Lee, 
here on Live Music Showcase. Do a little reset for you guys here if you're just joining us. Uh, Samantha Lee is a fantastic singer, fantastic performer. She plays all over the Tampa Bay area, all over the country, and occasionally uh, elsewhere in the world. What's the furthest you've ever traveled for a gig? Switzerland this it year. It was Switzerland. Yeah. This year? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Because one of the things that I really enjoy about your social media experience, personally, oh, yeah. is the fact that you do these these gigs elsewhere in the world, but then you go on like hikes and you go and you I try to places. Yeah, because without that, then it's just work, right? Yeah. Like, because people are like, oh my God, you travel so much. Like, I wish I had, but I'm like, it's so quick. There aren't, there isn't a lot of time to enjoy the places. So a lot of times it is very like tedious work. Like you're up at the crack of dawn on a plane, do the gig, go to sleep, wake up and you're on another plane. So it's, but I will say, I've seen a lot of amazing places and there's been a lot of really cool experiences. Yeah. I think that might be guitar for hearing a little sound there in the background. Anybody? No? Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Mark. Uh, Mark Perfetti uh, mixing everything behind the scenes, making the sure best. everything sounds real good. Yeah. Uh, all right. I have a real good question for you, I think. Um, when... It, Considering the fact that you've played so many gigs and you've done so many things and you've performed with so many people. Paul McCartney, I want to talk about him in a second. But um, have you, in the past year, lots happened over the past year, have you had any moments in the past year that either made you feel like you might be done, like you're just low and you had a bad gig or you had a bad stretch and you were like, I don't know, maybe I'm done with this? Uh, I would say not this year. Not this year. This year has been really awesome. Okay. Last year, yes. Really? I feel like I I, I overworked myself a little bit last yeah. year um, to the point where I felt run down a lot of the time. And it really was hard to find. It felt like work every single day. Mm -hmm. Like, And then I would remind myself, I'm singing for a living. I could mm -hmm. be sitting in a cubicle or doing other stuff. And even reminding myself of that, it would be like, I would just be exhausted all the time. Yeah. And I feel like finding a little bit more of a balance this year has, has helped. That so I was going to ask, okay, so what pulled you out of that? Because that's, that's the Just burnout. slowing down a little bit. Slowing down, okay. Well, and it's funny because you see everyone else's schedule online. You see everyone else's, what they're doing, and you always compare, and you're always like, well, I could be doing more. I could be doing more. And then... You know, you want to see all the things happening. And basically, I felt like I need to be like working as much as these people or I need to be filling up my calendar or I need to be doing this. And I think I felt that pressure too, just from people online and everything else. And so, okay, I heard it in there. Yeah. You you working as much as these people, like yeah. that comparison. Yeah, there's always a comparison. Is there still a comparison? No. Really? I'm turning down stuff like left and right mm -hmm. just to have a balance. Okay. Because I feel better. Yeah. And I'm enjoying the shows that I'm doing more. Yeah. We have, like Nelson and I, when we do our duo stuff, we have like a solid following at our like consistent gigs that come every single, they do. What up? What up, Clay? What up, Peeps? What up, CP Peeps? No, they, they come every time. And to the point where like a couple of shows that were like either canceled or whatever from like the hurricane or something else, like showed up. Yeah. in the hurricane mm -hmm. and we're messaging being like oh my god we came to see you and then we have these people that live in Brandon that will come to Clearwater and they're like we drove two hours in traffic to like and so that makes that much sweeter like when I am rested and I can give all of that to those people versus feeling run down and, and sure. giving them half of a show I don't know. yeah I, I remember Mentally. hearing 
I remember hearing a local musician say um, something along the lines of, uh, when you gig as much as we all do, when you work as much as we all do, you're never operating at 100%. You're like you know one of those NFL it's players. so true. And uh, the, you go through the whole season, you get to 80%, 70%, and you can still hit the notes and you can still strum the chords and you're okay but man you you know deep down you feel like you get done to, you get done with that gig and you load that gear into your car and you're like god i'm exhausted and the long-term drain of that mm-hmm. that that's the burnout well and then like what you just said too the the loadout and the drive home and yeah. the drive like people forget about that part because yeah. they're like oh you just played for three hours or four hours but you're like yeah but I drove an hour here, then I loaded in for 45 minutes, then I played for four hours, then I loaded out. And so people forget all that extra stuff too mm-hmm. that is just as much and, energy. And the mental preparation the, to prepare, before yeah, the gig, so. like putting yourself in the right headspace. Like there's there's a funny thing about like being in you know uh, a green room or a dressing room and having your own space and just getting into that performance headspace. For sure. What's your, what's your ritual for uh, getting into your performance headspace? Or are you just there? I think I'm just there. You're just there. Like I've never had a weird singer thing. Like I don't. I'm, this is terrible. I don't warm up. Like I don't like. Yeah. I don't drink anything specific. I don't do anything specific. I just. You're just blessed. No. You're just blessed, and I the think, rest of us are working our butts no, off. That's fine. I just think that's it's, fine. <laughs> that's fine. Samantha Lee, everybody. Samantha Lee, live on sh- on live music showcase here on eighty eight point five. Uh, next week is a little bit of a Christmas rewind coming up next week. We're gonna do a little uh, review of the uh, some of the some of the bands, some of the uh, music that we've heard over the past year, and give the crew a break. I'm gonna come in and play a couple of songs, and not myself play them, but uh, you know, take some of the recorded tunes and that kind of thing. So I'd love to hear uh, another song before we end the show here. We're going to bring it around full circle and we're going to do my first single I ever released back in 2014. Aw, yeah. Yeah, people like this one. It's super fun and crazy and it's called Devil in Red Shoes. Well, the devil, he just appeared Started whispering in my ear Telling me things I wanted to hear I knew it wasn't right, should've been listening to the other side, but there's no angel with me tonight. So bring on the boys, bring on the booze, because tonight there's nothing to lose. Cross all the lines, break all the rules, tonight I am the devil in
Live music showcase here on 88.5. We're live in studio with Samantha Lee. That's our show, everyone. Thanks so much for listening and uh, tuning in every week here on WMNF 88.5 and at WMNF.org at 2 p.m. every Friday after the news headlines. Our show is uh, pretty unique in the sense that we have a huge crew of people that are behind the scenes making sure that everything runs as smoothly as it does. Uh, sound mixer Mark Perfetti. Our audio assistant is Pam Robinson. Video director is Ed Lehman. Our camera operators today for our live stream are Marcy Connors, Charles Holsoppel, and Bree Shoemaker. Our board op is Charlie Cushing. Our social media is Erica Flaskemp. Our photographer is Jack Sembrella. I'm your host, Ken Apperson, and this is Live Music Showcase. So before we go, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask. Okay. Uh-oh. What's Paul McCartney like? <laughs> He was actually really nice. Yeah? Yeah, like we were told ahead of time, like, do not speak to him. Right, no eye contact. Yeah, do not approach, do not, you know. Mm -hmm. And then here he comes waltzing up, and he's like, oh, hey, guys, like, uh, can can I play a song with you? And we were like, are we going to say no? (laughs) Like, (laughs) what? Like, this is all a formality, whatever you want, Mr. McCartney. Yeah. Sir McCartney. Sir Paul McCartney. And he, like, was jamming out with us. Like, he was cueing the band, like, telling them where to go. And he was so nice. And he had a conversation with us afterwards and stuff. I mean, people were, like, trying to pull him away. Like, he wasn't supposed to be doing that. But I appreciated that he took the time to... You know what songs did he sing with you? Wagon Wheel, <laughs> hilarious. But first, he just you guys know Wonderwall. I know he told the band to like play a like a blues in A, oh. and then he like improvised a song about his like stepson's graduation party. Wow. Yeah, and, and at the end of that song, he gives me a big hug, and I have a video of it. And it's great. It's awesome. And then he did saw her standing there. You know, so. sure, classic. Yeah. If there was one thing about that moment you could change, what would it be? I don't know if I would change anything. Not, it, not a thing? Yeah, I don't know. It was exactly how it needed to be? I think so. I mean, it was just so... We weren't expecting it. Sure. We thought we weren't even going to speak to him. So the fact that we played with him was like... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just iconic. I asked that question for a reason. Because, and I think this brings everything kind of full circle. The reality is, I think one of the... Having known you the way that I've known you and in so many ways and circles and all that, I think that there is something about your personality that makes you as good at what you do and as successful at what you do kind of organically like you work hard but you also there's a there's a quality to your personality that is peaceful and calm thank you and to hear you say your experience with Paul McCartney you wouldn't change a thing i love that because there are people that would have that experience and immediately would start self-evaluating and self-criticizing and going, oh man, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? Why didn't I? Because there's always something, of course. Okay, I'll say one thing. Okay. (laughs) I wish I knew like the harmonies and stuff to, I saw her standing there and was able to like fully sing the song with it. How could you have known? Yeah. Yeah. So there's one thing. And that's what I mean. So (laughs) I say all of that to say this, listeners out there, thank you for listening. And to the singers out there, there's a line between working on your craft and being really damn good at it and being happy with where you are presently too. And I think you're good at both of those things. And I applaud you. 
Samantha Lee, everybody. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being on Live Music Showcase. Yeah. Uh, we are live every Tuesday, every, every Tuesday, every <laughs> Friday at 2 o'clock. Uh, coming up next is the Reverend Billy and the Rhythm Revival. Every uh, Friday after our show, they give a nice little deep dive into all of the great music from uh, some decades past and stories behind it. So uh, would you mind bringing us out, taking us yes, out with one last we're song? We're going to take you out with a nice Christmas song. We just dropped a video, and this song comes out next Thursday, our version of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Support for WMNF and Live Music Showcase comes from listeners like you and Generations Cosmetic and Family Dentistry. This modern dental office provides both routine and complex treatments, including improving smiles. More at gendentistry.com. troubles will be out of sight. yourself a merry little Christmas Make the Yuletide gay 